Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Sans Pants Radio. Dusha got six weeks. Oh, give him the chair. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. And I'm Dusha. Boys, How Goods Footy? Here we go, here we go, here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Well, after, okay, so round 20 of AFL was the most fucked thing I think I've ever seen over the space of a weekend. This week, however, a couple of close games, relatively uneventful apart from that. I'm a bit dead inside. So am I. It hurt. Footy hurts this week. Yeah. I think we should somehow get the rights to REM's Everybody Hurts and play that mm. <laughs> instead of our normal jaunty theme tune because footy's a cruel mistress and if you're a Geelong supporter... Or a North supporter, or a Brisbane supporter, or a Port Adelaide supporter, or a Melbourne supporter. You're you're feeling that. Is your week. is your pain sadness or anger? Man, bit bit of frustration. Yeah, mine was massive frustration. Yeah, to it's... the point that I nearly went out and bought a toaster <laughs> and a hammer <laughs> and brought them into the studio and smashed a toaster to pieces because fuck umpires. Jeez, jeez. Yeah, mine wasn't necessarily umpires. Mine was just your insipid team. Well, it was so Gee. frustrating. <laughs> I'm gonna let that just slide off. There'll be more. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but no, the thing that's frustrating is the official Geelong Twitter put up a thing being like, "We left our run too late." I reckon I could go back, and there are at least five to six games this year where I have seen the exact fucking same tweet. Yep, and so- it, and it hurts. Do you think that maybe uh, your coach, Chris Scott, should maybe have a word to the boys and be like, play four quarters of football, you fucks? He basically did in his press conference after this game. He was like, you know, no one said we don't have an effort. I thought we played brilliantly in that fourth quarter. I think the deeper question is, though, why are we waiting until the last quarter to play that brand of football? Yeah. And I'm like, that is a coach just quietly going to his players. What the fuck, guys? Yeah, well, we might get to that on my game, but it's a bit frustrating this week. So we've had two serves of toast and one roast, but... A painful roast because it wasn't uh, well well cooked. Yeah, it was a bit underdone. The crackling wasn't quite crunchy. Yeah, the potatoes were cold. It was like gravy was good. I ate the roast, but it hurt me a bit. It you've repeated on you the next day. Yeah, <laughs> maybe a bit of indigestion. Bit a bit of indigestion. Maybe you shit yeah. the bed. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Look, 
Basically, oh, that, that'd be if you were having a Melbourne roast, you'd shit the bed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there, there's a big, a few big things to come out of this round. I have a few predictions based on the results of round 21. That'll be uh, good. Yeah. Uh, so here's one. I don't think Melbourne are going to make the finals, and I oh. don't think Port are going to make the finals. Oh. That's oh. not a big one. Port are fucked. They're cooked. They're Port are cooked. I think Melbourne are also cooked. I think that they needed to. So spoilers. They lost to Sydney today. They really needed to win that for their confidence. I've done a ladder predictor. Whoa. How many times? I've done a lot of ladder predictors <laughs> since, since the results. Chris Scott also said, I've done a ladder predictors 500 times. I'm with you, Chris. I've done it a lot today with the results. Just looking at it, Melbourne will be playing for their finals chances against the Giants. Oh. And the Giants in that situation could be playing for top four. Could be playing for top two. Which oh. means that they won't be taking their foot off the fucking accelerator. No. And they've, they're getting guys back. Melbourne could be the team with the highest percentage to ever miss finals. Yep. Fuck, although the way your boys are going, mm. <laughs> you'd be close to that too. <laughs> wow, yeah, fuck. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, anyway, why don't we start with the, the good news of the week was uh, you yes, won, so the-, you, the train is, it looked like it was going to get derailed. It was. Last week. Yes, last week the train looked like it, it hit. I don't know, some cunt kid left rocks on the track. Even this week, it looked like it was derailed. Yeah. It looked like the freight train hit some, I don't know, whiplash. <laughs> it was Too soon. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So, also, any St. Kilda supporters out there, Nathan Brown is a fucking piece of shit. And not Nathan Brown, who played for Richmond and the Bulldogs. Oh, he's, you know, he's filth too. <laughs> not broken leg brownie. No. Fucking KFC. Nathan- we called Nathan Brown KFC boy because did you ever hear that after the, he when he played for the Bulldogs, yeah. Brisbane beat them in a final up at the Gabba. Yeah. And he went out on a bender in Brisbane, went to a KFC, couldn't get served and headbutted someone who worked at the KFC. <laughs> that is yeah. fucking funny. So he's the KFC man. Yeah, that's wow. Fair. Um, yeah. <laughs> so if your name's Nathan Brown. Well, no. So this is TC Nathan. This is he went TC. from Collingwood to St Kilda. And then decided oh. to fucking kill Saad. With a very late, very high, very intentional bump. He's gonna get he's gonna get two weeks, I reckon. Two or three. Saad didn't play out the game. No. It's gonna be intentional high contact, high impact. But that's what it is already. They've already straight to the tribunal, yeah. Because it's high anything above high impact goes to yeah, yeah. And we also had uh one of my favorite cases in this game also, where uh, <laughs> Kale Hooker hit a bloke, got off, crime of passion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only way. Seriously, though, that is the only way Kale Hooker got off, because I was talking to you before, Sean. Oh, yeah. uh, no, I think the big thing, part of the reason why he helped. Uh, you know what? Finish what you're saying, and I'll jump in, because I have a reason why he also got off. But it has to be crime of passion, because in the week we've had... <laughs> sorry, douche, but it has to be, because the week we've had where it's been like, punching is bad, Kale Hooker punches someone, and they go, I oh, just find him. Uh, Send a message. Give him a week. I think... Think, Tom Hawkins gets two weeks for that exact three. same race. Kay Hooker didn't land the punch. It didn't hit him. Are you sure? Yeah. Was it the Joel Selwood defense on Lindsay Thomas where he got reported for striking and then when they investigated him, oh yeah, the punch actually didn't hit him. Yeah, he missed. And the play reacted like he got hit because he wanted the free kick. But Ooh. I think that... So then why was he fined for the action? Well, because he tried to hit him. Yeah, it was the Alistair Lynch. The Alistair Lynch. Yeah. <laughs> 11 weeks for... <laughs> for windmills. <laughs> Shadow boxing. One, one for every punch that didn't land. Yeah. <laughs> 11, 11 weeks for an emba- being an embarrassment. Missing. How can you miss that many fucking punches? Oh, I don't know. The fine was actually because of that. Like, it wasn't the tribunal didn't fine him. John Warsfold did. I mean, mate, connect next time. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. We also had a pretty, pretty similar situation to GWS uh, where... 
Played it lower-ranked side, St. Kilda, and by the end of the game, we had no bench. You had no bench at three-quarter time. Which is very concerning, because you don't want injuries in a game that's meant to be percentage booster. It was a percentage booster. You yeah. ran... they Like, it was an even contest in that second quarter, and then the third quarter... No, nah, we kicked four goals in the space of five minutes at the end of the last... At uh, the end of the second quarter. Well, but in that... Early yeah. on in the second quarter, it was ebb and flowing, yeah. and, and St. Kilda kind of got in with a sniff. But in that end of that set, there was a, basically a 15-minute burst in both the second and the third quarter where I was watching and I'm like, holy fuck, the Bombers are unstoppable when, they're, when their game works. Yeah. Yep. When that speed... There was a passage of play where I think Stringer kicked a goal. Mm. Started on the back where McKenna kicked it out and then McGrath had a run. They are so fucking fast yeah. that you, you there are no defense in the world has any hope yeah, and I, of beating I, him on the run. I tip my hat. To your boys as well, douche, yeah. because we saw on the weekend Port Adelaide got a few injuries and then just capitulated. Yep. Whereas you guys played it out. Yeah, and like we stayed on. Yeah, the- but that you they were about forty points up when the injuries occurred. Still, it's no, easy. No, we lost two fade. players in the first quarter. Yeah, Sard was early. Sard true. Was yeah, early. but but St Kilda aren't West Coast. No, that's true. That's fair enough. Yeah. Um, and then you were. I'm not dampening anything, mm. but I'm saying so, you yeah. didn't lose key personnel at a key time. So Sard Langford. Hooker and Fantasia all were off injured. Fantasia's unlikely to play this week. Yes, I think. but the other three... Hooker's, Hooker's fine, I reckon. Hooker's fine. Goddard uh, is apparently fine too. Oh, sorry, fuck. Goddard as well. Yeah, we had five players. Um, but uh, Langford went back on during the game. Yeah. That's why I got confused. Um, yeah, Goddard, they were worried. And at first, they thought it might have been a career-ending injury. Yeah, But apparently, he didn't actually do any structural damage. It's just tweaked it a bit. And they yeah. reckon he'll be fine. He'll play this week, they reckon. Yeah, sick. But, but um, is the one they're worried about because it's the same hammy. <sighs> That's annoying. He's just too fast. He's too fast for his hamstrings. He's got no... It's the Nakai Cockatoo thing. He's too quick for his own body. <laughs> he tried to run out of his legs. <laughs> Tip a kick five. Five oh. straight. I love him. He... Essendon have a lot of exciting players. And I know that it shouldn't have taken me 21 rounds to realize that. But every week, I'm just like, fuck. The future's bright. Yes. Do, do you know who I love speaking of how bright the future is? Mm. Connor McKenna. Yes. Yeah. Fucking Far love him. Out. He's, he's got pace. A, he's got pace. Yeah, he makes some dumb mistakes, but he looks like before Pierce Hanley had all those injuries. Yeah, and you'd watch him. You go, "Geez, he's quick." That's what McKenna's got. Hmm. He'll get better because he's still a little bit yeah. green, so he makes dumb decisions yeah. and gets tackled or fumbles the ball. But he looks, when he's he when looks he, loyal too, I, <laughs> <laughs> unlike who Hanley, oh <laughs> dog. No, anyway, McKenna, uh, love him. The, are the Bombers the quickest team in the AFL? They'd have to be. Mm. They'd have to be. There's a few teams that are really quick when they need to be. Brisbane's like, pretty speedy. Um, yeah, you guys are pretty quick. not yet at the level that Essendon are. I think Essendon... Like, so there's a few teams... For instance, I was watching uh, the Bulldogs game today. We're recording on a Sunday currently because I'm going overseas. There is, Yeah, the reason we're recording early, uh, there is currently a game in progress. Um, we decided not to wait for that game to finish because... It's not- Fremantle take on Carlton and it's very uneventful and went exactly the way everyone would have expected it to. We'll get to that later, maybe. Um, yeah, if we finish the show before the game finishes, bad luck, Freo Carlton. <laughs> yeah, I was looking North Melbourne and Western Bulldogs. Western Bulldogs are very quick when they need to be. They've well. always been quick, though. Like, yeah. you look at that 2016, that that finals campaign was built on speed. Speed at half pressure, back. yeah. Pressure, 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 get the ball in. Pressure because of the speed, yeah. essentially, yeah. Richmond are quick, but they're not. They're quick in their forward line. They're half backs, whereas, like, Essendon, Essendon are quick. All over the ground. They've got jets everywhere. There was an interesting stat on the screen during the Saints-Bombers game. 
it actually, I don't know why it surprised me. I'll see if it surprises you guys. It had the average games of the players on the St. Kilda list. Yeah. How many games do you think they're averaging? Bearing in mind that they were sort of thinking they were going to play finals this year, and when you're pushing into finals, you're getting towards the 80 to 100. I 30. Not that bad, but 50. Like 53 oh, wow. games. Which is, it surprised me because I, yeah, genuinely, they're sort of at the end of one of their current plans, do you know what I mean? Where they, they should be pushing into the finals. Yeah. You would have maybe, thought they'd be around 75 maybe, games. Maybe people did es- overestimate them. Is that... Like, who did they lose? Obviously, they lost Rewalt and Montagna. Yeah, that brings the... That brings would the huge. That would, they would lose 50 games average. It wouldn't be that much. Rewalt and Montagna both played 300. But you look at that average, and that makes you just think that they've got a real sort of golf when it comes to sort of senior experience, leadership. Which, which is what they were hoping for with trying to get a Fife and a, every yeah. other player that they could try to throw money at. Dusty. There was a rumor going around today. I don't know if it was a rumor. It was just a question of would you trade Jack Billings for like pick 10? Well, the big one at the moment is Hanabry. Yeah, to the Saints on a five-year deal or something. But, I mean, he played pretty well today. Hanabry's contracted till 2021, so they'd yeah. have to move that contract. Well, it'd have to be a trade. And I don't know, unless St. Kilda are going to go to the Swans, we'll give you a, a high pick. Swans, Swans will play hard ball too. They'll want a top draft pick for Hanabry or a well, very Well, he's got a lot of play. money. They might be – because his form's been down for probably a year and a half. They might – Sydney might just say, you know what, if we can get rid of some of that salary cap pressure. Maybe they've, maybe they've, give, maybe give they're bringing somebody buddy. else in. You well, never know with Sydney. Sydney's always cooking something. The sneaky team. Hmm. They are. There was two. Look, we'll get. Look, let's just try and go through the games in order because yeah. I'm getting too excited about. Good job, bombers. Good yeah. job, bombers. Essendon well done. Won, got the job done. If we beat Richmond next week, it's on. Fucking well and it's truly on. because of some of the results this weekend. It's on. It's it's on. We've, it's I've done the math. On. I've it's fucking on. I've become that guy from the show Numbers. But with the yep. ladder predictor. And so I've done just, the numbers. Can we point something out to listeners? Yeah. That Joel Douche is wearing an Essendon beanie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It looks fresh as. Looks like it looks like it's been bought today. Even. Brand fucking new. Is the tag still on it? So I've got a confession, boys. Oh. I bought this last week when I went to the game, but I couldn't say because I was sick and I caught in sick to work to go to the Essendon Hawthorne <laughs> game. <laughs> I think that's a great Australian tradition. Yeah. So that's where the beanie came from. Wore, uh, wore it out of the game. Uh, sunglasses, beanie, scarf, disguised myself in case I was on TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, disguise yourself as a bummer supporter because normally you'd be in your Sydney gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I've got a bit of a surprise. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> oh. oh, Tom, what happened just then? What a reveal. <laughs> what a, I am. Joel Dusha has just taken off his Essendon beanie <laughs> and the fucking Swans beanie <laughs> was underneath. He has been wearing that beanie for half an hour. Oh. Before we recorded, fuck. Yeah, no, I'm really excited about both teams winning. To, uh, that is that is the greatest visual <laughs> representation of a TC. Yeah, it is. It is absolutely. I knew I was. I'd uh, discussed this before coming into the studio. Yeah. Honestly, thought I was going to get called a fucking piece of shit. Direct quote from Sean. I would love it if he removed that one and there was another S. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I oh, oh, but yeah, he's only got two. Well. Next game, then. What's the- Okay, so speaking of the game being on, Tom, the game I think might be off for Geelong. <laughs> I've done the math. <laughs> You've said that. It's still on. Oh, okay. Then we're good. I um, guess Essendon did just lose to Hawthorne as well. So Hawthorne are a fucking good side. They've really come are together they? from nowhere. Well, to be fair, Geelong and Hawthorne's form in a season doesn't matter in those games. Yeah. I, um, um, I went to the Geelong-Hawthorne game. Mm-hmm. And Joel, can I put this to you? 
Yes. What I witnessed. Yes. A fucking disgrace. Tom. Fuck off. Nah, come on, mate. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what as well. Nah, all right. Fuck you. Nah, fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, Nah, I don't don't want to get into disgrace. Everybody, everyone who loves footy has a, uh, I guess, a second team who they have a soft spot for. Yep. Yours is Geelong. Mine is Geelong. I'm I'm fucking regretting it now. They're hurting me. They are. The, the way you're playing. They're hurting me, Sean. I, well, you must be hurting more than you I. You ready? Probably. Do you want to know why I'm hurting? Do you want to know why I'm fucking hurting? Because you played fucking 15 minutes of footy. That's it. 15 good minutes of footy. That's it. And it was nearly 15, enough. But <laughs> fuck it was. So here you go. Yeah. I think if there was a t- if we missed for I, I don't think we will. I think just just based on some of the results this you've round. You've got uh, what Kane uh, Corns described as an incredibly soft draw. So we do, and that's yeah. fair. We've got two games at home against yeah. two teams well outside of the eight and who have underperformed this year. We should win both those, and probably by a, enough of a margin to be in calculations. Results this weekend went our way. We've got the percentage covered for Port. So even if Port win both their next two games, our percentage hasn't covered already. Yep, and we draw level with them. Let me tell you why I still believe in Geelong. Although, if Port win the next two games, they are in the eight by. One game. Yep. I don't think they'll win the next two. I don't think they will either. Uh, you know why? They're going to run into... They're going to run into a fucking freight train <laughs> here. That, this is going to be fucked because it means that round 23 could result in a Friday night game where... Two teams are playing for a spot in the finals. Yeah. And then on Sunday you have... Anyway, Incredible. but... Math, math, we're still in it. Yeah. I'm still holding on to the math. Tom, this is why I believe still. Yeah, why? Because I think as it stands, Richmond's the biggest chance... Yep. Hawks have suddenly become a big chance. Yep. And you're the team that plays the best against those two teams. It's true. So you could just go make the finals. Here's the thing, right? If we make the finals, we're a bit of a we're a bit of a chaos side. Yep. Right. And a, any of those teams could beat us on any given day. Yeah. But weirdly, we're also that team that knows that if we're five goals down at the start of the last quarter, we can win. Although, or we can get close enough to... Like, we can get ourselves in a winning position yep. when right. we're down. And sure. I think that's a scary thing to I'd face I'd just like to uh, point something out. So you just said that uh, they play best against Hawthorne and Richmond, um, yes. who are both big chances of winning the flag this year. Um, so last week, Richmond beat Geelong by three points, and this week, Hawthorne beat Geelong by 11 points. Yep. Are you still confident that uh, they could perform in actual pressure rather than just... Garbage games that mean nothing. I think Hawthorne have beaten them by. Fuck you! Hang on, hang on. No, that's fair, Tom. You've no, that, that is that. fair. No, no, that's. When you just shut performances like you have been. You got to cop yeah, it. I'm, I'm, I'm prepared to cop it. I don't, I, I don't want to. I have blokes, serious though. doubt. Like I have worries with Geelong because they just mentally, they're not switched on. And I look at Richmond. I think Richmond are one of the most even teams I've seen. Yeah. And Geelong. Richmond feel like they've come a long here's, way from here's, last year. Here's We're not going to talk about the bottom six again. Well, no, no, because, because I'd extend it to probably ten. No, because Sean Geelong have ten exceptional players, probably. Yep. Just it's just a rough number off the top of my head. Ten who are extremely good, who are nearly elite. You would say probably there'd probably be five who were elite. Yeah, and, and then, then five, five in the bracket who are like that. close to elite. But then it sort of just drops off. As long as you've got blokes like fucking Parsons in your team, Sean, it's killing you. Sean Henderson was garbage too yesterday. But this is the problem: is though. The, I don't mind that one where Henderson has a bad game when he's so yep. reliable and so good. He had a bad game. I think Guthrie had a bad game and Mitch Duncan had a bad game. Yep. He was named in the best in one side and I'm like, they've clearly looked at the stat sheet because yep. he did nothing for three quarters. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I didn't buy into the our bottom six 
and that's because I believe in a certain bottom six. Parsons isn't in that bottom six. Mm. Parsons was terrible. Just how he gets a game, he didn't have a, he was not playing amazing in the VFL either. Like, so he's getting games. I would have persisted with Jones because at least Jones brings some fucking tackling yeah. pressure. It's at that point where it's who's who's Parsons got like naked photos of. Oh, <laughs> the it has to be everyone. It's just has to be everyone. And the like, see, so I was seeing him with certain like a bunch of Geelong fans. They fucking hate him, Tom. He's no one. They can't stand. There is it. no one that I know who thinks Parsons is any good. A guy, a guy in front of me nearly had a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, my I, he was the most angry negative fan I've ever seen. Your boys were killing him yesterday. His boys too. Yeah, well, they should have. Yeah. But no, um, Parsons isn't in a best 22. No. O'Connor, I don't, I get the logic, but I like, I don't like Jordan Murdoch. I would mm-hmm. pick Jordan Murdoch ahead of both of those guys because at least he looks a bit sure of himself. He's played about 100 games. Yep. Getting back in. I would have stuck with Kuniko. He had a flat game last week, but he's been such a solid contributor. People are like, they should have kept Ryan Abbott for Stanley. I disagree with that. Stanley's the informed Ruckman. He was deemed fit. They brought him back in and then he injured himself. No one could have predicted that. Question for you. Yes. When you go to games, this is you too, Dusha. Yep. Do you sometimes look at the stat sheet at the end and go, oh, he had heaps of touches. I didn't really yes. notice the influence. Yes. Um, Dangerfield yesterday. No, I disagree. At I the think- ground, I was saying to my mate... Maybe, maybe hasn't done much. And then at the end of the day, 40 touches. And I was like, am I blind? See, I think maybe at the ground it was different because mm. watching it on TV, I couldn't go to the game. I've been sick, as you can mm. probably hear. Um, I watched it on the couch yep. and he was in fucking everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and because he's at the bottom of packs getting the ball out. He does this fucking thing that I love where he just throws himself on the ball and a lesser player would get pinged. Yeah. But he gets the ball gets it out of the congestion, just stands back up and handballs it. There is no player, I don't think, in the AFL who is as good as getting up from being tackled. I think Geelong need to tweak what they're doing because I, I probably don't want Dangerfield to be the guy at the bottom. You want him to be getting it. and Because he, he... I mean, his disposal efficiency is not, not great. It's because he's on the bottom. But yeah, I know, but I, I actually want him to be the one who's getting fed. And Ablett's... Albert's role has changed. Like people criticise him, but he's... He had a fucking awesome game on the weekend. Uh, he did some things that were just shithouse. Kicked three huge goals. And he did some things that were really trash. 32 touches, where you eight watch, Where you watch him and you go, come on, mate. Yeah, but I think you could say that about everyone on our side in those middle two quarters. But that's a worry. Like Tim that's Kelly, a big worry. Tim Kelly and Duncan had shockers for the whole first part of the game and then blew to life in the last quarter. Yeah. Like there was two passages of the play where Duncan ran in off of the back of the square and just had the cleanest pick up of the ball. And you're yep. like, where the fuck was that three quarters ago? I, I think we've talked a lot recently about Geelong have a lot of close games. And I think you can really narrow it down to just a mental thing with them because I think they don't switch on. They no. don't switch on for four quarters. And that's why you get in these situations where, then, you, where then you're weirdly, awesome when you're coming back from five goals down. That's when you watch Geelong go, fuck. Imagine if they played like this the whole game. I mean, we could have. This is the thing that's frustrating, right? We're we're now ninth, and we're relying on other results yep. to get us into finals. Mm-hmm. Hawthorne by a point, round two. Yep. Bulldogs go after the siren. Almost beat Richmond last week. Yep. We're in a position to beat Hawthorne this week. There's four games. Yep. We win those four. Even two of those four. How many of you won close though? As well, two Melbourne ones. Two Melbourne ones. So I think they've got to address that. They've got to be like, you need to fucking switch on for the whole game because yeah. you're gonna kill. They're gonna kill your coach. Probably. Because Geelong might get to a point and it's not inconceivable that they, they fuck one of these two remaining games and miss the finals and then you've got to make a decision on Chris Scott. Well, see, but here's the thing. Everyone, this is the thing that actually shit me about the the loss 
on Saturday. Yeah. Was everyone was piling into Chris Scott. And I'm like, he's actually, he actually did everything in his power bar the two selection decisions of bringing in Parsons and O'Connor. Yeah. I would have brought Murdoch in and stuck with Kunikawa Jones. Yep. Fuck, there's a kid named Charlie Constable playing in the VFL who's averaging 31 touches every week. Yep. Contested possessions too. Get him in. Get him in the fucking side. Kill, it killed you too, actually losing Stanley. We should note that. Stanley, that, that, we were, we we're clearly winning the ruck battle. Yep. We're winning the clearances. Because you started it. You start, the first you 10 well. minutes, Geelong were on fire. Yep. And the last 10 minutes, absolutely on fire. But even, this, even the start of the second quarter where Hawkins misses that shot. Oh, there's some of the misses late. But no, but I'm, I'm talking about second quarter. So but even late too. Like yeah, Hawkins, the late misses, Parsons missed one too? Parsons missed one, but who cares? <laughs> Hawkins should have nailed that one and that brought us back, would have brought us level. Yeah. Scores are level and we have all the running. So the thing about the Stanley injury though that is big is that it meant that our back line had to restructure because it meant Blitzarves had to move back in the ruck, which was fine. Yeah. But it just meant that our structure in that back line changed. Yep. Stanley is our number one ruckman. Yep. And I would have backed him playing at the game and we were in a good position and it just so happened that because of Roughhead's injury, Hawthorne had two specialist ruckmen in their side. Yep. And they just <laughs> started smashing us in the middle. Yep. Look, so yeah, disappointing. We'll be right. What I took away from it is that Geelong's best is still fucking good. very much capable of winning them the grand final. Well, that's hey, that's a very big positive. It is yeah. our best. Our, this is the thing: our best is capable of beating Richmond in on the, on Grand Final day. Our worst, we, we we could lose against Gold Coast this way in the next two weeks. Frio would be more of a danger, I think, than Gold Coast. Yeah, I guess maybe just because they have in the past played that ground. Okay, they like that ground because it's yeah. smaller. Yeah, but Freer, we'll yeah, and especially if they get in, like, because Freo are a team that can get into players' heads, and your team seem to be the type of team where it's pretty easy to get into their heads. I, I don't think that'll happen this week. I think they'll be fired up from losing to Hawks. Also, Freo have probably five players who <laughs> will be looking at it saying, this is my second last game of AFL, so they'll just go for it. If they're, if they're named. Well, they're not going to, they would know. Well, no. What, I no sorry, when I say named, I mean I, in the team. The, you the, mean, the sorry. theory at the they moment might come is come back that, for the Collingwood. Yeah, game. That, gotcha. in that Collingwood game, Ross Lyon's going to bring back four or five gotcha. guys who are yep. never going to play again. Anyway, all right. Next game. Next game. Richmond beat Gold Coast by seventy-four points. There I think. Was, I think what you meant to say was Jack Rewalt beat Gold Coast. Yes, he did. So he kicked ten goals, six. Oh, Jack, probably. Biggest individual game of the year. Yeah, huge. He, he has just sewn up the Coleman medal and an All-Australian game. Oh, Benny Brown had an all right day, didn't he? Yeah, he kicked four, so they're even on 58 goals apiece. Yeah, cool. Jack Raywalt sewn up the Coleman. Well, I don't know. Who's he's... playing on him next week? Oh. We've got a like, if, it, it'll be either Hurley or Hooker. Who are they playing in the final round? Uh, Richmond. Richmond. Yeah. Uh, they got like someone. Uh, Western Bulldogs. Soft kill. Jack. Yeah. Because... Oh. North Ben's been Brownie's been up and down. Yeah, and he was playing. They're playing against the Bulldogs, who don't have a fullback. Yep, which is moment. also where Jack Rewalt may kick a hundred. Oh, actually, Jack will know by that point how many he needs to win. Yep. Oh, he was so frustrating to watch today because I uh, Ben Brown. That was I watched a bit of the game and yeah. it was get off the fucking ground, idiot. Yeah, stand up. I'm sick of him. You're Keep a big your feet. Unit. Frizzy head, fuck. Uh, but yeah, Jack Raywalt, arguably one of the individual games of the of the season. Well, he's got 66 points. He also had fucking like 25 touches. Jeez, that's huge. Do it against the Bombers and then we'll be 26 impressed. touches, two tackles, 14 marks, 10 goals, six. But, but here's the thing, 192 right? Dream Team points. He was playing fuck. on Captain. Oh. <laughs> no, you, you think that's big. So last week- um, Someone got bigger than that. 
201. Uh, Shut the fuck up. Josh Who? Kelly against Carlton. Oh, Kelly. Had 40 possessions, I think 15 inside 50s, all of them at like 80%. Like, it was cooked. He had he had arguably the best individual the best individual game since they've recorded like ranking points for Fox Footy or whatever it is. Uh, Dream Team points for Cali last week, 153. Tom doesn't know what he's talking about. Oh, it's Tom. <laughs> oh, you know what Tom. I'm doing? I'm looking at ranking points from I think Fox Footy gave him what from two games in a row. Come on, mate. <laughs> Fucking lift. You said you were the numbers guy. Oh, uh, no, you know what I've done? Super coach points. Ah, uh, different. Different, different fantasy league. He got because if you hadn't put the captain on Kelly, you got four hundred points last week. Jeez. Anyway, huge. Huge game from Revolt. Gold Coast is shit. Next game. Port v. West Coast. Oh, boy. Who did everyone tip? I tipped Port. I tipped Port. I tipped West Coast. Oh, sure. I'd like to bring up a stat. Hit me. I'd like to also bring up a stat. Where are you on the footy tip ladder? Not good. (laughs) Where Where am I? Not good. (laughs) Just kidding. Still first by two. Two? Because this week, I was like, look... I'm only, I was like, I'm too clear or one clear. And I was like, I need to put in a rough tip just to put the competitors to bed. Yep. Was like, Melbourne, no heart. Sydney, want to play finals real bad. Guess what, boys? Sydney fucking won. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. But on this game. Yep. So, first of all, West Coast won. With a kick after the fucking after siren. After the siren again. <laughs> by McGovern, who plays center half back. Floated forward, took a beautiful mark, and went back and just slotted it through. Now, Port Adelaide, just want to have a guess at their record against the Eagles at Adelaide Oval. Oh, I don't know. Fucking zero? Correct. Whoa. Port Adelaide have never beaten West Coast at the Adelaide Oval. Jeez. That's why I backed them. Whoa, that's, that's West Coast having a mate. Can't play at the G. Can't play in Adelaide. Yep. Um, Move the grand final. The other thing I'd love you to... This is a great little one that you'll appreciate. So this is from um, North Melbourne fan, Jared. Okay. Yep. Uh, just said, firstly, sorry for your losses to me. And then said, fun fact, Ken Hinckley's men led siren to siren for the whole game, yet still managed to TC winning. <laughs> but that's true. They did. They were in Port front. were in front for all of the game. For the whole game until... Uh, West Coast didn't the lead until after the siren. That's huge. To be fair, and we talked about it before, Port had massive injuries Don't to care. key players. Hard enough. So they lost Ryder. They lost Ryder. Dixon's now done for the year, broken leg. Jesus, yeah, was a bad break. It was a, it was a similar to the Radigalia one where his foot got stuck underneath him and broke at the ankle. Do you reckon? Oh. So how long's he gets back? Well, he's done for the year. It's a, look, Asava's still not back, and he did his in round what? Do you reckon? 10? Do you reckon when Dixon comes back, he'll actually be a good player? Oh, <laughs> he's think about Dixon though. He feasts on shit teams. Oh, he, he does, does he's nothing. A, he's a flat track bully, and he yeah. needs to lift. Well, he uh, won't be lifted much with that broken leg. Well, so here's the problem, though. So they lost, they lost Dixon. It. They lost Ryder. Yeah. So Ryder goes. Dixon starts going to the ruck. They lose Dixon. And Dougal Howard, who's their other makeshift ruckman, I think also went down and went uh, in an ambulance. Jeez. Yeah. So they lost three players who were crucial to their structure. And then West Coast just went, all right, here we go. Because Port were controlling the game. Like it was, yep. they were running all over the Eagles. The Eagles didn't have, you know, no none of that gaff pace yep. or punching. So they yep. were in, they were in a bit of strife. What I think they did though, I think they've done a bit of a cheeky tactic, boys. Ooh, I think the Eagles have. Um, yeah, how good's footy exclusive? Yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> what happened was uh, I cannot, I cannot confirm, cannot, cannot say my sources. Can't name your sources. Can't name my sources. But I believe that the word on the street is that before they left WA. Ooh. Member of the coaching panel, 
just collected some grass clippings from Hellhole Stadium. And when they got to the ground, Shawshank Redemption style, just sprinkled them out the bottom of their shorts during the warm-up. During the warm-up. And the Hellhole turf, which is violent and aggressive, just took over patches of the normally benign Adelaide Oval and... uh, Fucking destroyed three blokes, Good. which is also probably cooked Port Adelaide for finals. I think so. I think they were already they were already cooked. No, but like without, they've lost three ruckmen. Yeah. Basically, they've lost Ryder multiple times this year, and it's never helps them. Yeah. He's so crucial to yeah, that, that side. He'd be like he's been injured that much this year that that would probably be a big worry for his career. Almost, I reckon. Yeah, I, th- I think it's been different injuries. Yeah, the Achilles problem is not an Achilles again, is it? It's a hip, I think. Oh, well, there you go. It's mm. the it's whatever he had a couple of weeks back before he came back in. Oh, wow. Same again. Hip, I believe. Gee, so could be the, wrong. Again, you look, at, you look at teams' fortunes hinging on like injuries to key personnel. So you look at the Giants who were cooked, cooked five weeks ago. Yeah. I look like a genius. They're good players come back. They're now flying towards yeah. a top four finish. Geelong had a good start of the year, lost our whole back line and struggled in the middle. And then you look at Port, who were 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 kind of playing quite well, yeah. And then injuries eh. have just have just cruel them. So and then, um, of course, Richmond, who have had a lot of oh wait no oh no, but that's what I mean. No injuries to Richmond. Yeah, good on them. And that's not a thing we can criticize. That's, that's just that's just luck. Yep. You know, Collingwood were flying, and then all of a sudden, all these injuries hit. Yep. It just you can kind of well. I would argue that good teams deal with that. Port Adelaide are not a good team. They just don't have the depth in. Well, the and issue they, is I don't think they have the depth in the areas where they've had the injuries. True. If they'd lost a small forward or yeah. a, a wing, yeah. Or Every even, other team is coached by a human, and they're coached by a fucking crab. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kenny. He um he looked. I will say this though: when Dixon was coming off the ground, they yeah. showed Hinkley in the box. And oh, he was just, he doing that? Celebrations, holding up. One and zero, or whatever the no, fuck he likes no, to do. He wasn't doing that. He just looked like a man who was watching yeah, retre- 2018 disappear. Yeah, yeah, he retreated into his shell. He he <laughs> did. He pulled those eye stalks in. The claws came in, and he scurried, yeah. buried himself in some sand so he couldn't be caught by a bird, by a big bird playing the big game. We're the eagles. We're flying high. <laughs> Good. Next game. <laughs> uh, speaking of birds, Collingwood played <laughs> Brisbane. Filth. <clears throat> That's all you want to say about it. So Sean, I, that I, was, game I, was well. at, I was at a show, so I had my phone off. Yeah, and I missed all of it. I turned. You looked good, and then I turned my phone off. Well, boys, <laughs> when I came back, first of all, sat in a Brisbane section, um, which was great. It actually felt like a home game, weirdly, because there wasn't really any Collingwood except one of our mates that we went with uh, went to the game with was Collingwood, and he was sitting is behind still, enemy lines. Is he still alive? Yeah, he got a bit fucking chirpy, I'll tell you what. Oh. Yeah, we got a few looks. So I had to throw some elbows at him and stuff. Like <laughs> I wouldn't I never get chirpy. You don't get I was oh, a fucking he's... Port Adelaide game. You don't get chirpy. You respect the crowd you're in. My His name's fuck his name's Norman. Storm and Norman. Doesn't hold back. He just oh. fucking there's a guy. Hey Sean, it's pretty yeah. easy to get fucking chirpy when your fucking team's like top four. Yeah, yeah. And you're playing a team that's in the bottom four. A bit of a dog active. Yeah, I would say I'm... it's disrespectful. There is Flat a flat track chirp. There's a, a big fella who goes to every <laughs> Brisbane game, and he's the one who always starts the chant. Oh. And uh, our mate Norman said, I feel like this guy's eyes are burning into me because he, he knows. He can tell I'm Collingwood. He wasn't wearing any um, yeah. Collingwood. Bit of a dog act, I think, as well. Oh. Got, to, got to don the- uh, Does he have so his own paraphernalia? He knew that he was going to be sitting with lions. Hang on. And so he was a coward, basically. Oh, 
So I have it anyway. To Port Adelaide in my full Geelong gear you're, you're twice. Courage from you. I, Thank I you. Hang that. on. I just want to rewind a bit. So he not brave enough to wear Collingwood. So to wear like a jersey or a beanie. Even or a, scarf. a beanie would be fine. But fucking brave enough to get chirpy when Collingwood are like well in the clear. Oh, yep. Dog. Yep. Piece of shit. Get so anyway, friend, Sean. So the guy would stand up. And start the chance, and Norman would just stare into his eyes and sit there, arms crossed. Yeah. Just don't get chirpy. I'd oh. respect you if, if I invited you to the Geelong Brisbane game. Yeah. Um, and if you had to come, I, I wouldn't have got chirpy. I wouldn't mm. have expected you to get chirpy. Oh, but I would have got chirpy. You would have got elbowed. <laughs> by you or by the, nah, the probably- grandmas who go for Geelong? The grandmas, they're, they're nasty. Oh, they would. They, <laughs> they, they run me. a fucking game. Oh, I wouldn't be like. Um, I wouldn't be chirpy in the sense that oh, no, I was no, no. disrespectful. No, not the, I'd, yeah. I'd applaud some good work from the boys. Yeah. But, gotta, oh. gotta support your team while you're there, regardless Correct. of where you're sitting. Anyway. Now, boys, you do like a bit of um, a bit of a report on, on fans in my vicinity. <laughs> I yes, absolutely I, do. It is the thing I live for when you go to the football. I Look, there was a period of the game where Collingwood got about four or five goals in a row directly from like um, free kicks, and the Brisbane crowd were livid. And uh, I was one of them, and I I let rip on one decision. I just I I can't remember what Couldn't I said. Do it. I can't remember what I said. It was colourful though. Yeah. And I've looked to my left, and there's a bit of a gap next to me, but a few seats down is a mum, a Brisbane mum with her little kids. <laughs> and then I was silent for the rest of the last quarter. It actually just it shut me down because I was a fuckhead. <laughs> Were you the person? That I wasn't you, out of line. Did in you the football context? Did you become the person you hate at the footy? No, no, no. I was just kind of like, oh, for fuck's sake. Or something like that. Did some guy stand up and like, Hi, cut! There's fucking kids here! Because <laughs> that's my favourite guy. We had a guy uh, behind us, and the fans that I hate are the stats ones. The ones who like pouring over the stats. But also, he was like an like an old Italian guy. I mean, I, I, I love a good stat. You love so... a stat. No, but an incorrect stat. Like oh. using stats for bullshit arguments. And I liked these guys at the start, because I was like, Oh, we're both Brisbane. This is good. You guys are great. They were super negative. Ah. Oh. They got to the point where it's the old fella and his kids, and he would just be like, oh, of course, yeah. You know, oh, yeah, Collingwood, they're going to get the ball back. Look at them. They're going to have a shot. They're going to have a shot. They're going to get a shot. They're going to have a shot. Oh, they didn't get a shot. And he just does that the whole game. It was like a uh, shithouse commentary from an angry fan. Yeah, no, I, I I, do that. I sometimes vent my frustration when someone does something bad, and I'm like, yep. see, there you go. That's why you're not winning. Cause you you're do allowed that. to do that. If someone... Like, oh, what constantly. are you doing? Oh, and stuff like that. Yeah. But this guy was commentating everything and being like, they're going to fuck it up. They're going to fuck it up. Oh, fucking Brisbane. They'd always fuck it up. He was just like, oh, I hate that. Hated him. Believe in your team, mate. Do you know what? Scintillating I- first quarter. Quick side note that yeah. goes back to what I said before about the, my favorite guy at the footy. Yeah. Also, a big fan of the guys that just say, just yell, have a shot anytime a player is within 75 meters of the goal. Yeah. Or if it's a particular player. Yeah. Like, I go to the footy often, and anytime Zach Tui gets the ball, someone will just go, have a shot. <laughs> yeah. No, I would, I would be the one yelling that. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Anyway, scintillating first quarter, Sean. It was, but I do want to comment, like, fans who don't have 100% of a grasp on the game, you know the ones who, like, uh, they get they rip into your players because they haven't charged at them and tackled? Yep. You know yep. those ones? Yep. Where it's like, we probably watch it and go, no, no, he, if he commits to that, it's going to clear space. and He's basically zoning and pushing him towards the line and that sort of thing. But you get these aggressive fans who are like, fucking tackle him! Yeah. Fuck! And it's just shit like that all game. I sometimes... I do that with Parsons on the weekend because someone's, my mum my mom was like, oh, no, he's guarding space. And mm. I'm like, there's no one in the space that he's guarding, though. Yeah. 
No Hawthorne player is going to go there. Do you know yep. where they're going to go? They're going to go to the two guys on their own that he's got his back to. Yep. Fucking lift. Anyway. Back Great to first quarter. Um, Brisbane's inside 50s in the first quarter. It was 22 to 6. Oh. We're only up by like two goals though. We kind of wasted it. We could have been up by like four or five. Were you bombing it in and they were intercepting it or were you just um, missing? No, because they didn't have Jeremy Howe to kind of intercept it. So we were going in high and Oscar Macken only played pretty well. Um, just couldn't put on the scoreboard. He high. Oh, he was taking a lot of marks more up the ground and stuff, but like McStay and Hipwood, they were all flying, and it was it was a pretty good start. They just kicked like three, four, when they should have kicked probably six or seven, which was Ooh, annoying. Yeah. That would have been huge. And then, and then, and then Collingwood that takes steadied. Win- yeah. Also, probably the turning point, the most important point in the game, and people who don't watch a lot of Brisbane might understand this comment, but Darcy Gardner is nearly the most important player in that team. They're saying done for the season. He ran out, tried to spoil Dugowie, who was matched up on, which is an interesting matchup, and Dugowie... Yeah. Um, Gardner had beat him in the first few contests, and it looks pretty good because Gardner's our most improved player this year by my Hundred percent. He, I think, popped his collarbone out or something like yeah, that. Just they tried to it. pop it in, they couldn't, and he was cooked for the game. So then we were a man down. Yeah, which it does make it, and it's, it and impacts. It's, you. it's a key position, it's a key man. So it's that's a guy a, who's put time into Dugowie, who yeah. then kicked four goals because we had to put Nick Robertson on him, and he tried as hard as he could because he does always, but he just it was he was doesn't outclassed. The, doesn't have the class. Also, yeah. this Dugowie kick four. At least three of them were directly from shitty umpiring, Ugh. and it fucking kills me. One of them, did you guys see the one in the goal square? No. I didn't see any of this game. Uh, it was just, it was, honestly, I got to a point halfway through the last quarter. Brisbane are really good at last quarters, and I always believe they can come back, and it yeah. was about a five-goal margin. I actually, I didn't want to, like, I didn't give up on the boys, but I just went, we will not win this game because the umpires are just fucking us. Like, we actually can't. The free kick count was double at one point. Jeez. It was 20 to 10. And then they did that thing. I think umpires do. This is my conspiracy theory. Tinfoil hat on. They start to... I think they know and they go, fuck, it's red time at the end of the game. And we got like four free kicks at the end of the game. So you look at the free kick count at the end and I think it was like 20 to 14 or something. It doesn't look as bad. But again, it's the ones we've talked about this. It's the ones they don't pay. It's Collingwood get the home crowd ones for chopping the arm and just little pushes and stuff. And we don't get anything. And it just... We feel the anger of the Brisbane boys. We nearly had a angry. Still good signs and all of that, and um, they weren't embarrassed, and they kept trying, and they'll have a crack next week, and I love them still. Well, that's good. Yeah. No smashing toasters. <sighs> you were close. I could tell. Yep. Um, I just want your umpiring comment has raised two points yep. from the Geelong game. Yep. Weirdly, could have been crucial had we leveled the scores. Oh, Tom. The behind that wasn't paid. That's fucking stupidity, and that's the- That's the, that's the, um, that's the umpire, not the goal umpire's fault. No, no, it's David Roden, goal umpire, called it. And- the boundary umpire signaled that it was a behind as well. But then they didn't have the backbone to over... Because the boundary umpire has a whistle. He can blow that and say to the field umpire, who clearly didn't see it, yep. you're wrong. Now, what should happen there, though? So he lacked the courage. Correct. But then do surely do you go back at quarter time, review the footage and go, oh, that is a behind, and just put the point... Oh, that's a big... I don't think they do that. They should. <sighs> just because... Yeah. Because here's the thing, right? Like, if that... Hawkins... It, and it's an if, because he missed. But if Hawkins kicks that goal, yep. we'd be a point ahead. It's a real sliding doors moment. It is. In the and correct way to use that. In a correct way. The other hey. sliding doors moment, under a minute on the clock. Hated this one. Blitzarves gets a free kick in the middle of the ground. Dude, have you seen this one? Tom yeah. Mitchell takes the ball out of the contest, runs away with it, looks back at the umpire, and then kicks the ball. That's 50. Dusha, the whistle blew. Yep. Mitchell grabs it, looks at the umpire, keeps running. Has another look. Second look at the umpire because he knows, and then does doesn't even commit to the kick. Does a bit of a half kick. Realizes it's not clear it out of the area, so pulls the kick, but doesn't pull it completely, and still kicks it probably ten meters away. 
really Time's bad. still 50. going. That's 50. That's 50. And Blitzarf's going, that's 50 meters. The umpire's going, no, 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 no. And people say, oh, don't whinge about that bullshit free kick. You got some others. I'm that like, one, no. That one was extremely crucial. That is crucial. Yes, yes, there's only, yes, it's just under, it was like 57 seconds, right? Blitzarf goes forward. It's he's, he'd, be, he'd be directly in front, 40 meters out. Yeah. That's a goal. All of a sudden, we're going back to a stoppage. 40 seconds left on the clock. That is enough time to at least draw the game. That was the worst one of the weekend. We had a pretty bad one too in the Brisbane one. I think it was pretty early on. And people are, still, sorry, it's, and it's, people are yeah. bitching about that fucking Henderson one. Where like, oh, that's not deliberate. He got the ball, slowed down, turned around, and stepped over the line. Yeah. It's deliberate. You fucking Actually, idiot. yeah, that was definitely there. Sorry, there was, Sean, a, there was one on. in the Brisbane game where we got a free kick, and the Collingwood player, I can't remember who it was, just kept running. And the umpire had blown the whistle, kept running, kicked it well into their 50, and then there was no one down there. So basically one of our guys, because Collingwood aren't going to chase it, Zorko had to go all the way to the boundary line, grab the ball, kick it to the halfback flank, kick it back to basically the halfback line. Yeah. That's how long it took. And then Mason Cox has picked it up and done a bit of a rugby throw, missed the man on the mark. He's had to then run back and grab the ball. It was basically... A minute and a half or two minutes after the free kick was paid that we took the kick. And no, no 50. And no 50. Because what you do is you pay 50, and yeah. then if Cox throws it back again, you just pay another 50. Yeah. It's, do the it Barry Hall 150-meter penalty. And then they paid Collingwood a 50, which they kicked a goal in like probably 10 minutes later. Uh, and it's just it's shit like yeah. that where it's like, this is why fans hate the umpiring because it's inconsistent. <laughs> yeah, we, it's, yeah, it's frustrating. Yeah. It's a hard game to umpire, but those two from the Hawthorne game, are so fucking obviously there. Yeah. And Hawthorne's porters are all over Facebook and Twitter bitching about the Ablett drop one. And I'm like, well, look, yeah, he, he definitely milks it and makes sure the umpire watches it. Yeah. But Isaac Smith fucks up by turning his back to the ruck contest. As soon as he does that, the umpire stops watching the ruck contest and just starts watching Isaac Smith. Yeah. As soon as you turn your back on the contest, they're going to watch you like a hawk. Yeah. And they're, and they're watching players like Ablett. Fuck me. Anyway. Dame Beams had another ripper game and Witherden had another like 30... 30- 30 disposal game. How'd Stevenson go? I think he took a... No, Stevenson played well too. It was really... They were the two highest ranked players on the ground. Witherden was the highest ranked and Stevenson had two goals, 25 touches. Bring it on. Uh, They'll go one and two, I think. Yeah, But I think Stevenson will win it just because everyone seems to think... The Victorian ground swell. Yeah. Right. There's not much more Witherden can do, to be honest. So, yeah, next game. Next game, GWS beat Adelaide and put Adelaide's season to bed. Cop that. Finally. Hopefully Tex doesn't play again this year. He shouldn't. But in reality, he, I think he'll get one week. I probably wouldn't Kelly, get him two. Kelly took no further part in the game. That's going to hurt him. In fact, and it's Kelly, probably one week and then add another week because Kelly didn't play the game. Because here's the thing, right? It's People go, oh, it's high speed, though. It is two actions. It's exactly the kind of... And it's, again, it's the tackle that we know the way they penalise that tackle. You look at Brodie Grundy last year and Dangerfield last year. Also, you've got to look at down the tackle. You've also got to factor in. It's Josh Kelly, who's probably 85 kilos. Yeah, did, Tex, who's about 105. Did Taylor Walker factor in the, uh, that's, the weight It's dumb, ratio? but that's what they say you but have no, to but do. Seriously, yeah. Also, if you're watching in slow motion, it doesn't help Tex because it it's clear, even though it's split-second stuff, it looks like... His eyes are on the ball, and he sees Kelly drop the ball, and then he slings him again. So I would give him a week or two. Yeah, just end his season. Do you know what it is though? He's it's, basically even when he's on the field, he's not out there anyway. So it's, fucking, uh, yeah, it's, you might as well just. Yeah. Stick to he had six lines. disposals, I think, at fifty percent efficiency. It's a big flog. That is yeah. disgusting. That's your captain, from the captain being jealous when your season's on the line. Sorry, of, of a good player. Well, that's their best player too. So that's a nut. Like, <laughs> fuck. He'll be fine, you yeah. would think. Well, yeah, will he? I think so. I think so, yeah. Oh, it's just, yeah. It, Jesus. It's so Tex ridiculous. Walker 
Second lowest disposal getter in that game. Yep. The captain. This is your captain in a game. So there's technically, with that win over Port Adelaide last in the showdown the other week, Adelaide season is still alive. And now it's not. I don't know the ins and outs of uh, the Adelaide Footy Club, but my judgment, just purely in a footy sense, would be to give the captaincy to Rory Sloan and let Tex Walker focus on becoming a good yeah. football player again. I think I, I think the captaincy worked for him, but I think now it's being, too much pressure. I, I, I think the issue was he 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 didn't have a great game in the grand final. Yep, and I think he's the first to admit that. Yep, and he has been the first to admit yep. that. But I think the pressure of being the captain of a losing grand final side and all of the all of the spotlight that's on him, Tex Walker is a better footy player when he's just playing like a country footy player who's just getting a kick. That's why people liked him. There wasn't yep. the captaincy pressure on him at the start when he and was he had doing a mullet and a mo. And because yeah. you can take the captaincy off him and still make him a leader. Look at Jake yeah. Rewalt. They took him out of the yeah. leadership group a couple of years ago. Did wonders for him. It was he's back cu- in there now. Yeah, it was a couple of things with him. It was poor performance in the grand losing grand final. Yep. Poor speech in the aftermath of it, and then the way that he went after his own players when they wanted to leave the club. Yep. Yeah. Disgusting. Yep. And then a whole season of insipid form. Do you know what, Sean? Yeah. Give him the chair. Fucking yeah. As in the the not the captain chair where they put you in a chair and you're no longer the captain. No, I mean the electric chair, the one you okay. plug into the wall. Yeah. Uh, Next and then game. <laughs> we'll uh, move on to Sunday's game. So, yeah, Giants, scary in finals. Adelaide won't be playing finals. Fuck, um, I am the good. first to admit I thought I was a genius and I'm not. It looks good, Tom. It looks so good. Uh, it's good oh. to see ladder predictions because, like, going into the finals on TV and stuff like that, they often have the top eight and then, like, the next couple of teams. Oh, the live ladder. Fuck. Live ladder and teams that can feasibly make the eight. Adelaide, nowhere to be seen anymore. Good. Bombers. Bombers still there. Still there. All right. Uh, so Sunday we actually had uh, two really good games today, and one piss poor one that just finished. North Melbourne cooked their season today. They did. North Melbourne just also like Adelaide and Geelong s- said goodbye to finals. Ooh, it's still mathematically possible. Mathematically possible, but but they've got beat a- Adelaide on the road, and then, then Saint Kilda, and then Saint Kilda. But they've got to leapfrog Geelong. That St. Kilda game would be huge if they're playing for a finals berth because the pressure might cook them. And also, you'd have to, like, Richo is under huge pressure too. The Saints will come out firing, surely. I yeah. don't think that North will beat Adelaide next week. I just don't think that a team that just lost to Western Bulldogs are in any way. I mean, the fact that there's still a mathematical chance and Adelaide aren't. I mean, Adelaide are a better side without techs usually, weirdly. Yeah, they are. They'll come out and probably win next week. Because um, Did Jared Waite get reported or something? Yeah. Apparently he will know that they might one of those ones where it's a non an after the fact report where they actually review the footage of the game yeah. and go oh no he's getting a week. What did you do like push someone or punch someone or? I didn't see it. I only saw because um, I don't know if you've noticed, listeners, but I've been kind of distant <coughs> in this episode. That's because I haven't been to bed. It is currently seven thirty on a Sunday night. When, 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 I, when were you last in bed, Dusha? Uh, between the hours of three a.m. and nine a.m. Friday night to Saturday, Saturday. morning. Well. Saturday morning to Saturday morning, basically. And when do you fly out? Uh, tomorrow at 3 p.m. You're not going to sleep, are you? I Surely I have to. I don't think my body can take much more of this. Well, but then you're on a plane for how long? 26 hours. Bang, sleep there. Sleep on the plane. Poor, boys. I don't know if I can do it. I'm 27. I'm getting old. <laughs> you, you, can I also say you've then got a show as soon as you land? Yep. Oh. Uh, yeah, oh, it's fucked. It is gross. I've given myself the chair. <laughs> so yeah, I'm North sorry I've been it. quiet this week. Uh, it's look talking is a struggle. Editing is this is going to be a struggle. Sleeping is pretty much the only thing I'm going to be good at anytime soon. Anyway, 
Western Bulldogs played super fucking well out of nowhere. Two weeks in a row. Well done, doggies. But um, who did they play last week? Saints. They came back oh, from five right. goals down against the Saints as well. Bon- Bontepelli did that thing where he's um he's an exceptionally good footballer. Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so is JJ. Yeah. Yep. How was that? I, so I watched a, just sections of this. How was that passage? The the indicative passage of play was I think in the third or the second quarter they hit three or four goals in like five in a five minute burst. That would be the start of the third quarter where they went into the third quarter twenty eight points down, then kicked in the third quarter eight goals to one. They just went bananas, <laughs> like it's insane. They're doing a reverse Gold Coast. They're not playing for three quarters and just playing for one. Yeah. Well, actually, sorry. They kicked three, uh, eight goals to two. But still, that was just like... Jeez. And from that point onwards, North just couldn't recover. No. Uh, so it, it makes me feel better as a Geelong supporter that we got lost to them. Oh, like, their best is com- like extremely competitive. It is. It yeah. is. Uh, and then, yeah. So there's not that much to talk about with the game except that, look. Western North, Bulldogs are still... And North are in trouble. North are well and truly in trouble. If they lose to... At, their season could be... Going to bed. I'm just going to, while you're bringing up the next game, I'm going to do a quick ladder prediction, just see what happens uh, if they still win those next two. All right. So another fucking huge game that had a lot of ups and a lot of very upsetting downs. Put your bandy back on, mate. All right. It's the only time we'll ever let you wear it. Melbourne played Sydney. Sydney needed to win to keep their final chances alive. Melbourne probably needed to win this to even be a... Chance for top four. They fucked it. Sydney came out uncompetitive in the first quarter due to a tragedy that happened on the field very early on in the game. Oh, yeah, shit. Uh, And then it looked like that that had just destroyed their morale. So basically, uh, Alex Johnson... Yeah, this sucks. Alex Johnson was like competitive for the ball, and then all of a sudden his knee just went. Uh, They think it's his sixth ACL that he's done. And that will be his career. Um, after he came back, after five, uh, six years, had played an amazing game last week. And yeah, they actually pulled him off the bench, um, put him into the rooms, not because he was in any pain, but like... They, it was, I, it, it was it a distraction, like, I yeah, think. Yeah, it was a distraction. He was quite distraught too. He was very upset. He came out and spoke to the boys at halftime though. When you've had, when you've had five knee recos, you know. Yeah. The minute it goes, you go, oh, that's what it is. And you saw he didn't cry out in pain. He punched the ground. He, it's like that, that thing was stringing the other week. He, he, he knew what it was. He knew what it was. Now, I've just done some math. Yep. And North, North, if North beat Adelaide. Yep. And St. Kilda. Yep. They make the finals. Yep. But unfortunately, the Bombers don't. Even if they beat Richmond. Even if they win every game because your percentage just isn't. What's the gap in the percentage? Do you know something heartbreaking, Dusha? It's less than one. So North jumped to seventh. Yep. Sydney finished eighth. <laughs> and that's losing the next two as well. So this win. Four. So even if you win every game, you finish with 106.0%. And Sydney finished with 106.2%. Imagine. That would destroy me. So let's just hope uh, North cock it. <laughs> so Sydney can still make the finals if they lose the next two. Yep. That's how tight this is. This, this win was huge for Sydney. Melbourne also don't make it in that equation. Yeah, fuck them. Garbage <laughs> club, no heart, not going to make finals. Don't um, deserve to. God damn it, Melbourne. But it, they can still make it if they if a couple of results go their way in that that outcome. Um, but they can. I don't think they can finish any higher than about seventh or sixth. So the Alex Johnson thing was very, very upsetting. But you know what wasn't upsetting? It was the opposite of upsetting. Heaney took 
a fucking oh, huge oh. cunt almost fucking hit his head on the fucking moon. <laughs> he was fucking he got so high. He, he pretty much leapfrogged the guy. Mark he, of the year. That that's it. That is it. He's he has he has just won the car full of wheat bicks. He has. Sorry, Charlie and whoever else took a really good one. Magic I can't even remember probably. Um, yeah. Oh, magic takes one every five seconds. Heaney. Heaney had a massive last quarter. Yeah, Heaney ballistic. <laughs> he saved the game. Yeah. Because like, that's the thing is, Melbourne were in a p- really good position early. Hmm. And then, just like Melbourne, shit the bed. They melbourne it. Sydney had a huge second quarter. The, well, they let Sydney come back in. And Mel- it wasn't like Melbourne didn't have chances. They kicked 314 to half time. 312. That is shithouse. house. Disgraceful. 312 to 7-2. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, they had so much more of the footy, and yet Sydney made them pay by, you know, the accuracy and the... the... Sydney went goalless in the last quarter. That's what I mean. So, Melbourne came home like a train. The problem is they they just had left it too late, and Sydney are too good. They geelonged it. Well, they geelonged it, but I will say that Sydney are a different side to, say, a Hawthorne or a or a, or a Melbourne or, or a Richmond when you're coming home hard. Sydney are very good at just locking a game down if they yep. need to, and that's what they did. Aaliyah Aaliyah played an outstanding last quarter. I watched three passages of play where he was involved in, where he got the spoil. Then when the ball came back in, he affected the marking contest that so wasn't a clean mark, and then again, the ground ball just, just put a hand in there and caused the fumble. He's awesome. This is huge, though, for Sydney's season. It keeps them alive. Yep. They, they they were down on the paint after losing the Gold Coast and they've got back up and they've spat their bloody mouth guard out Ooh. and Buddy Franklin's turned around and gone, fucking come with me, boys. Oh. <laughs> he, Buddy kicked two goals five today. Oh, was in, was in one of those forms where you're like, he could do anything this week. Melbourne, though. Melbourne, yeah, they're in trouble. They are. Just, just typical Melbourne. You know what? I don't want to see them play finals. They're not good enough. They're not exciting. Are they still not beating a, a top eight team? I think they have now that certain teams have snuck into the eight. Ah. Uh, Did they beat Port? Port have been in the eight pretty much all season. I don't think it has. I think the uh, no Richmond West Coast they've got next week mm-hmm. over there. That'll be the first time against West Coast. Uh, no to GWS. Have they beaten Hawthorne? That's the only team that's snuck into the eight recently. I don't think they've beaten Hawthorne. I, I think Hawk smashed them. Because then they've got Collingwood, Sydney, Melbourne, Port. Uh, yeah, and they lost to Collingwood. They beat North. They beat North. North aren't in the eight, though. Oh, yeah, no, they're not. Oh, sorry, I'm looking at my ladder predictor. <laughs> 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 oh, boy. Well, that says it all, really. Surely mm. they have. Surely they have. They must have. I'm going to... I'm going to... I'm doing the math. Continuing on the next game while I look this up. Uh, so the next game is the game that we don't know what happened. We were here. Frio, I can confirm, won by 29 points. Carlton were up at halftime. That's all I know about Ooh. this game. So what do we think happened? All right, I'm going to guess uh, Patrick Cripps played really well. How many touches for Cripps? 34. 32. Uh, there's another really obvious thing that happened in this game. So Carlton were winning at halftime. What do you think happened in the third quarter? Oh, they went, they forgot to turn up. They yeah, forgot to, forgot to kick a single goal. Yeah, well, uh, Freer kicked seven. <laughs> Jesus, uh, Michael Walters is he playing? Was he had injured? He kicked three, I reckon. Uh, Walters, I think he's injured. Must be. Well, he's yeah, he didn't play. Three goals went to another Freo player though. Cam McCarthy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, did I, was I right about Cripps? Thirty-four. 32. No, thirty-two. Oh, Sean. Yeah. Charlie Kerno kicked two. Oh, yeah. 
Yes. And um, did Fife, was Fife back this week? No. Uh, so Lockie Neal yeah. probably had, he was the second highest Oh, Walters getter. did play. He just didn't do anything. Oh. <laughs> How many for Neal? Neal, uh, 29. 34. Oh. Um, yeah. Ross Lyon ate some garlic bread. Yeah. Um, all right. I'm just had a look at just at Melbourne. The only team they've beaten in the eight was when North Melbourne were technically in the eight. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. That's disgusting. After round three, they've lost to Hawthorne by 67 points. So they've lost to Geelong by three, Hawthorne by 67, Tigers by 46. Fuck, not even competitive. Um, That's disgusting. Collingwood by 42, Port Adelaide by 10, Geelong by two... And Sydney by nine. The average winning margin, though, is like 50. All right. So if you're a listener at Have Goods Footy and you're a subscriber to the Melbourne email list, unsubscribe. You're going to get a fucked email about going to the finals again, but you're not. No one's going to finals this year. No, not you. No, I mean, eight teams, I guess, Will. I'm very tired. If you Um, go for Melbourne, though, you can also probably turn your oven off and pack it up into storage. Whoa, not going to win another game this year. Invest in a baker's delight. That's a bakery for all those people who listen from overseas. It's a very good niche Australian joke. <laughs> it was, trust us, it was very funny. It was very good. It was very good. All right, proper calls for next week. Big calls, big games. Essendon oh. to beat Richmond on Friday night at the MCG by nine points. Oh, seven um, points. I reckon it'll be three points. <laughs> that means, it's gonna, that means uh, he's not confident. I believe... I believe. I think that Richmond may... It's going to be a weird one because 
Richmond don't really care about the result of this game. Wow. Yeah, but they do. they do. But I was going to say on paper, but because of the rivalry, they're going to want to come out and kill us again. But also because they're Richmond and if they can go 20 games straight at the G. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, that is a big thing. Do you know what else would be a big thing? If they only went 19 because that's oh, an unbeatable. Oh, bombers. Well, I think, you know, uh, yeah. I don't know about you, but Tiger... I don't think they. I don't think they go too well when they're hit by trains. <laughs> oh shit! In fact, my, is... my experience with tigers associated with trains is they're usually in a big crate on the back, and they're oh. in a cage, and they can't get out. Yes. So, this is also not the same incident that Richmond beat by like eighty points. No, it is. They're missing way more players. <laughs> We're missing way more players, but we believe, and that's the difference. You had a guy named Connor McKenna out there who could do fucking anything. Jakey Stringer's in a bit of form. <laughs> No, I think um, I think you've got the midfield to go with them at the moment. So bring it on. Next game. All right. Next game is Collingwood take on Port at the MCG. I think Collingwood will just be too good at home for Port. I think Port are a rabble, and I think Collingwood will win by six goals. I mean, it's the kind of season where Port will pull it out of their ass and win this game. I, I can't see it happening. I think Collingwood. Collingwood will win. They want us to keep in touch with the top four. Yeah. Uh, Nathan Buckley to hook Ken Hinckley. Just punch him? Yep. All right, done. Poor yeah, Port to go down by two goals. Geelong take on Freo. Geelong. Geelong. Geelong by probably 10 goals. We, sh- we, sh- we should smash them. GWS take on Sydney. Big game. Huge game. One of the games of the round. GWS win this. They're looking better at getting a top two spot. I think the Giants will win it by three goals. I reckon Sydney spent a lot of petrol tickets in the Today. last couple of weeks. Yeah, And I think... Even if the Giants win, Sydney will still play finals. Uh, then we've got Gold Coast take on Brisbane. Oh, the Q Clash 2. Oh, you know what? Profit call. Yeah. Roast Trinity. Oh, oh. that'll hurt because you're away. Uh, if it happens the first time, I'll fly oh. back. You know, you know, you can get good Sunday roasts in the UK. Yeah. Ooh, like I've way heard. better than ours. They've, they have Yorkshire puds with them. Best, best Sunday roast I've ever had was in, was in London. Tom and I will get a roast and we'll Skype you and you'll just have to have a roast at whatever time we're having one. It'll be- <laughs> There's two of you and one of me. That's fair. Yeah. Yep. Can't wait to have a roast at 8 a.m. <laughs> Do you know what? We will get the Trinity this week because you're not here. <sighs> Fuck. I Your boys be- will beat the Tigers because you're not here. Wow, that's harsh. <laughs> no, no, but like, you know what I mean? That's Murphy's Law, yeah? Isn't yeah. it? Uh, yeah. Uh, Brisbane, I reckon they'll win by 50 points. Yeah, yeah this, I, I think it's going to be a Brisbane him. murder. Mm. Uh, St. Kilda take on Hawthorne. Speaking of murders, Hawthorne will be in, win this by about 90 points. Yep. Oh, not by as much. I think Hawks by like 40. Yeah. I think St. Kilda will will be thereabouts for a bit yeah. and then just drop away. And oh, well, Nathan Brown won't be playing because he's fucking out for three weeks. Oh, dead. Rough death head. penalty because I fucking gave it to him. Rough head back in. Hawks by 100. Yeah, but see, they were really good without him on the weekend. Bruce will kick five. That's my yep. big call. Uh, then we've got Carlton take on Western Bulldogs Sunday afternoon. Bulldogs. Bulldogs, oh, Carlton, disgusting. Yeah, doggies. Yep. Fold. <laughs> uh, West Coast take on Melbourne at Optus Stadium. Now, Melbourne's a sneaky chance. They are. This time last year, Tom McDonald kicked that fucking fluke goal. Hmm. But West Coast are playing for a top two spot. And if the Giants win and Collingwood win, West Coast will be like, right, we need to win to stay top two. And they want a home final. They want a home final first up. They won't want to have to travel until the granny. Profit call. Yep. West Coast won't win a game for the rest of the year. It's huge. Yeah. They'll drop this one to Melbourne. <laughs> They'll go up, go up to the Gabatoire in the final round and have a bath. 
They'll get killed. <laughs> they'll get their wings clipped, and then they'll finish. I don't know. Predictor numbers, boy. Where oh, probably were they? three or four. Three or four. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're knocked out straight sets. It's all over. <laughs> Jeez. Yep. No, I don't think Melbourne will win because um, just looking at the numbers, they haven't been a team in the top eight all year. I and think. I think that at some point, I think when it hits round twenty-two, and you know that, that that's, would just put, that's, that's playing in your head. Time. And especially, it's especially, not time. It's, it's time. Melbourne. It's Melbourne time. No, it's, it's not, not Melbourne time. There will they're be gonna, a WA. Gonna, There'll be two hours stand ahead. Up, and they're going to make the finals. Fuck them. They're going to lose this. Essendon going to make the finals. Fuck Melbourne. For for our boy Dusha, hmm. West Coast have to win. Do they can't? Isn't there a, no. a calculation no. where Port Adelaide and Sydney miss? Yeah, no, not anymore because Sydney won today. Oh, West Dusha. Coast need to win. This is weird. It's. I'm I'm just gonna I'm I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it right now. I'm gonna put Melbourne winning this game and see what it does to Dusha, but I can tell you it breaks his heart. Yep. I Essendon probably finished His tenth. Flip side, and this will hurt Dusha, but <laughs> if Essendon miss finals, yeah. they do. They still believe next year. Surely. So if Melbourne if you, miss think- finals, they'll never recover. <laughs> right. So I've just done the I've just done the the math. Do you know what make me feel good? Mm. If uh Melbourne miss finals, Essendon sneak in. Because it reminded me of the year 2000 when Melbourne were... The last time Melbourne were a good club. But then Essendon just took a big shit on them. See, West Coast, end up, huge. West Coast end up fifth if that happens. Yeah, that's, that's as far as they can fall. That'll happen. The problem is, though, Essendon again hit that thing where Sydney are 0.2% ahead of them. Fuck. So We're going to have to kill Richmond. You're going to have to kill Richmond. Is there a way that West Coast lose all of them, finish fifth, Essendon win both, finish eighth, no. go over there, ambush them? No, no way. No way that there is Not, no is, way. Is that mathematically impossible? They have to beat Melbourne. Melbourne, West, Melbourne cannot win for Bombers to make it. Fuck. Who, okay, who does that have as Essendon playing in the finals? If, so if, 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 if you make the finals, all right, I'm just going to go back and change Because I'm real that. curious to see what Brown won over the finals is. Cause like- oh, hang on. No, I think because I did some other math with North winning both, you still miss. So let's just say North lose to Adelaide. Yep. All right, you finish eighth. Yep. Your first final, Collingwood. Fuck me. At the MCG. Jesus. That would be the biggest attended game in history. Bigger than the grand final. <laughs> Huge. It's been, oh, fuck. Because then, do you want to know what your road is, though, after that? So. We beat Collingwood, who have run out of legs. So you beat them. I'm just doing a bit of a cool. You then have to play Hawthorne at the G. Jesus Christ. So you beat them. You then got to go to the Giants, beat the Giants, which you've done. Guess what happens if that happens, Dusha? We're in the grand final against Richmond. No, you're in the final against the Cats. <laughs> Imagine. So it's, a, so it's a Bombers premiership. It's a, it's a HGFGF. Yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> that would be... And then um, whoever the Brisbane person on the grand final sprint is, he'll win as well. Yeah, and then we all win. It'll be Alex Withered. No, nah, probably not. Nah. Who's quicker than him? Charlie. He's, his ankle's broken. Shh. Oh, fuck. <laughs> He'll do it anyway. <laughs> It'll be He'll hodgy. just hop. He'll yeah. <laughs> just take everyone else out. All, All right. right. Final game. game. Of, last game of the round. Last profit call I'll be making this season. Jesus. By the grand final. Uh, no, nah, because uh, the episode we do will be post-grand final. <sighs> yeah, I'm gone for a while. Fuck. You are. Oh, I'm sad now. Ah, we'll be right. Yeah, we will. <laughs> Adelaide Crows take on North Melbourne. Crows. Textless crows. My gut says, my head says north, but I don't tip with my head. 
And my gut says I want Adelaide to win so Essendon or a mathematical possibility to keep making finals. Fuck, there's two... Su- I can't believe there's two games on Sunday that I need to... What? Well, very much follow to see if my boys can make the finals. If we win on Friday and then fucking... Melbourne, Melbourne and beat, North. Or, no, just like... Just one of them, like a goal off the siren or something. I mightn't come back. <laughs> Jeez, fuck. Oh, I'm going to be a stressed boy. A stressed, tired boy. You will. How many emails have we got, Dusha? Well, I'm going to read a couple because you guys are going to do a mailbag episode. Yes, we are. We figured you're tired, but we're going to let you go to bed. So Sean and I will do a mailbag of all the emails we haven't got to. I know we promised one now. We'll do one on our first solo. A big one. A Whoa. big mailbag episode. Big, deep mailbag of loneliness. Um, so I'll do a couple of emails now. I'm very tired, and then I'm going to go to bed, and it's going to be good. Good. Anyway, first email from Raymond. AFLW season 2019. Hey, guys. Oh, yeah. What are your thoughts on the recent news of Gil saying there was still going to be eight rounds for the AFLW next season despite two new clubs joining up? Should the season be expanded? Profit call. Melbourne to pull both the AFLW Cup and the AFL Premiership next year with Oliver to grab a Brownlow for the next three years. Cheers, Ray. Thanks, Ray. Uh, first half of your email, great question. Second half, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of shutting the fuck up, Shut the fuck up, Gil. Oh, he just um, cannot read the fucking so room. What's, what's just the thing? So is it six weeks and then two weeks of finals? Six six games and then two weeks of finals. Yeah, yeah. so he says eight rounds, but I guess it's I mean it's eight weeks. This yeah. is adding in two teams as well. Yeah, yeah so you would, not everyone would play every team. Hate that. That's just stupidity from the outset. Did you hear Josh Jenkins? What did he say? Comes in and goes, oh, but uh, in the NFL, not every team plays every team. And Chloe Malloy, who's a rising star from last year, this this year, just shot back. They have 42 teams, dickhead. Yeah, shut up, Jenkins. Go hit the post, you fuck. Um, Here's the thing, though. Like, and then Gil was like, oh, the World Cup only goes for four weeks. It's a pretty significant competition. It takes months to qualify for the World Cup, you gigantic bell end in a suit that doesn't fit. Yep. All right. Also two points. NFL. Not the AFL. Yeah. Fucking FIFA World Cup. Not the AFL. Yeah. AFLW should probably function pretty similar to the AFL. If 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 the AFL do not think that they have the ability to have those extra teams and games, why the fuck do they commit to the extra teams? Because they're short-sighted and stupid. They're idiots. Treat the competition with a fucking bit of... So here's the thing, right? You get commenters who are fucking morons on articles like this being like... Huh. The women's league's bad. I'm a fucking idiot. And all these wankers, right? Does my head in. And it's like, the reason they see this competition as a joke is because the AFL, the AFL sees it as a joke. Yep. They've, they, they, it's, they've made a mockery of the comp, so they invite other people to make mockery of the comp. Yep. Lift, Gil. Lift, Gil. I want the season to be longer. Um, well, I so that think means Daisy's off the mark, though. Daisy Pierce was like, start at January or something. That's tricky because then you're up against the Australian Open and the Formula One stuff and the, the cricket. Channel Seven and- cricket still going, but Channel Seven no longer have um, the tennis. Actually, the tennis. actually, no. see, yeah, but here's the thing: the cricket they the run heat, both though, their comps at the, the same heat time. Is a factor, probably. The heat is a factor, but cricket, the men's and women's comps run at the same time. Why can't the? When does the season end currently? Is it because they don't uh, like to cross over with the, the men's preseason or some shit? Or I'm not entirely do, sure. Just Wait, no this, year, no, this year the grand final, final was uh, first Round week. one. Yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah. yeah cause it- Just start earlier. Like, for fuck's sake. Give them a proper season. They invest so much. They're not getting paid much, and they're investing so much time into actually playing and yep. trying to make this sport better. 
so that other girls are going to play. Otherwise, and, and it just feels like growing. A, it, like the AFL, like we've got to keep, we've got to keep growing this competition, and then they're just going to shrink it. Yeah. Stupidity. AFLW it's, is also fucking sick. I'd watch it if it was on. All like. Well, here's the other thing too: is they they want to shrink the competition. They've already blown their load on that by adding two expansion clubs. If yeah. they if they wanted to, with plans to add two more the following year. This is what I mean. I think the AFL just had no idea have have no idea how to run this comp. Is there is there a reason why they don't want to do it during winter? I think is they don't want to they don't want to clash with the men's games. Yes, why which, can't which, they be curtain raisers? Nah, because I don't like that. I don't like the idea that the women's comp is a warm up for the men's comp. I think it sends but, the wrong message. But you, like, I mean, I can see how you could put it that way. But isn't? But if it's a curtain raiser, and that's probably not the term we want to use, I guess. But you've got people who are going to other games anyway. You're going to get yep. a bigger audience because you'll go. Because oh, I would, if 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 the Brisbane AFL women's team was playing before the Collingwood game on the weekend, I would have gone there early. Well, there was it. a game last year, Geelong game in Geelong, VFLW yep. game. Yep. I know VFL, VFLW AFL. Yep. And. There was people at that ground from nine o'clock until seven thirty that night. People no rules. Do it. That's a lot of footy. That's a lot of. Footy. I just I want no, them to get to the point. Perfect amount, to be honest. Where the women's season is, the women's season has the opportunity to actually eventually have a better model than the men's one because they could just have they could trial anything they want. Well, yeah, like the, the men's comp should be seventeen games. Yeah, it's too long with with a few extras. Well, you can throw a few extras, a few blockbusters, whatever. There's been great models suggested and that sort of thing. But yeah, uh, six games is, is just shit. It's just yeah. how many teams are there in the? There'll AFL? be ten. There'll be there'll yeah. be ten. Yeah, there'll be ten next. There'll be ten, and they're season. only playing six, and games. they're only going to play yeah. six games. It makes it's me sick. It's stupid. Fuck off, Gil. Yep. Yeah. Next email. Next email. All right. So this is uh from Sam, who is a lifetime Port Adelaide in quotation marks fan. Hey boys, love the show. I'm 19, lived in Adelaide my whole life, grew up as a port supporter. Never really been a big fan. I just like to play it up when I'm around Crows fans. I'm beginning to footy more and I'm beginning to- I like that. <laughs> I'm beginning to realize how much I don't like port. I want to get behind another team. Brisbane, GWS, North, who should I go with? Cheers, Sam. Can he do that? Is that a TC behavior? Yeah, he's you're going to allow going it because him. he mentioned Brisbane. No, no, no. No, no. I want- You know what? Fuck you. <laughs> He said he's not really into it. It's kind of just been a. Oh, I grew up in the town, and you know, I, I so picked, I, I picked a team, team that would piss off. Now he's getting into the sport, so I would I would allow it. Yeah, he's a little old. Nineteen. Yeah, he's ten years. <laughs> All right, look. If you're but, allowing it, if you're allowing it, well, fine. No, I just let's have a discussion about it. I just think that he said he hasn't been into the sport. He's kind of just done it to rib some of his mates who go for Adelaide or whatever. And now he's getting into the sport, so he wants to enjoy it more. And part of that is, you know, picking a team that he likes. So I would probably would say- he have made this same decision in two thousand and fourteen when they made a prelim and nearly won? Ooh. Port aren't that far off being a contender. No, they've been good for most of the year. So there's clearly maybe who are the a- other teams besides Brisbane that he mentioned? GWS and North. I don't want to be biased here. Mm-hmm. You're gonna go with GWS. Good call, Sean. Yeah, good call, Sean. Josh Kelly, best player in the NFL. Out of those three. Go Brisbane or North? Yeah. No, go, those to, go to the Giants. Heart. Fuck off. They're the AFL machine. Yeah, get on the machine. Nah, if, you're the, if you go Giants, you're a fucking TC. <laughs> <laughs> That's rude. So thanks for your email, Sam. Good luck. Let us know, let us know what, you, what you do. I think that if Pick you're the Giants, starting mate. to love Pick the, the Giants. game now, you're allowed to change your team. Pick the Giants. Yeah. Get on Josh Kelly. Yeah. Also, they have the dumbest fucking theme song in the entire Exactly. World. Get on them. 
They were they were high vis. All right, we've got an email from Chad the Simple Guy. <laughs> Subject: Fuck boys, the Swan. Fuck, they are so good, but so shit. This was before their win today. Boys, round 17, Swans v. Roos were on top of the world. Round 18, uh, Suns vs. Swans, pretty fucking dead from injuries. Round 19, Bombers v. Swans, Bombers get away from us. Round 20, Collingwood v. Swans. Boys, boys, oh boys. Sydney is so fucking close to be so good, but they can be so fucking shit. He's excited. He's very excited about football. He's very excited about his Swans. And Chad, I want to hear back from you this week because... They, they lifted, mate. They lifted. It's like They're in. They're in the eight. Heaney, Heaney lifted. Oh, he Heaney, lifted lift off into another atmosphere. Heaney actually needed to put on a helmet before he took that fucking mark. Otherwise, he wouldn't have got oxygen where he was. He got up so high. He high-fived Dusha in space. He did. Oh. He was he was tickling God's toes. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say he was tickling Dusha's toes. But God, Dusha, yeah. I'll take it. Anyway, love the plot. Yeah, Gary Blasenio was up there. <laughs> Anyway, love the pod and all the Sandspans pods. I look forward to this one uh, every single week. Of course, I love the rest. Thanks, Chad, the simple guy. Thanks, man. All right. Last email. And this is a very passionate email from a man called Paul, who is- <laughs> Dusha, a- this is your final email of the season. Yeah, which is good because there's a lot of yelling in it. Oh, okay. You know that I love yelling, yelling. email. Yeah, it's true. Uh, also, this won't be my final email of the season because I will be here for grand final. That's so. true. That's true. For the season, yes. For this se- after the grand final though, well no, like I'm here. Okay, so I get back to Melbourne like a Wednesday. The grand final is that Saturday. Oh, you you get to watch the grand final. I get to watch the grand final. Oh, incredible! Anyway. Great. Yeah. Uh, all right. So this is from Paul, and this email was sent 23 hours ago. He is a West Coast supporter. Oh, oh Paul, <clears throat> you're up there with Isaac Heaney. <laughs> Subject: How bloody good is footy? <laughs> footy. Is so bloody good. <laughs> Just recovering from the bloody epic of game that was West Coast v Port. As a West Coast supporter, I was oh. standing for most of the last five minutes. Oh. And then he was getting up and about during the Cats game. It was very sad that Geelong couldn't pull it off for you, Tom. Oh, me too, mate. Me too. Paul just wanted to point out that he was not very popular with his housemates today. He also just wants to ask our thoughts on Razor Ray, your mate, Sean. Uh, do you think he's made himself stand out a little too much or do you like the extra character brings to the game absolutely love how good's footy i don't think i've enjoyed a season more than this and that's mostly thanks to you guys hey. go west coast from paul good on you paul on you paul enjoy uh, the roast enjoy space that was a fucked win by you guys as we discussed before razor ray filth i don't, <laughs> I don't mind him fuck off tom oh he's a piece of shit he i, I do think sometimes he injects himself into games a bit too much yeah. but as an as as purely as an umpire, I think he's a good umpire. Do you think that he? Uh, and this is a change of sport. Sean might murder me. Sean. Hey, Sean. Was he umpiring the Collingwood? No, I don't know. It's like I always say, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> well, here we go. What do you always say, mate? Carno Bakes. <laughs> I don't know. He's just a cunt. <laughs> no, look. He's an experienced operator, and for the most part, he's a good umpire. But I said this before. I. I don't want to see you. Or he has a nickname. You. Shut up. He has a nickname. Yeah, if you have a nickname, you're a fucking flog of an umpire. <laughs> Cop that razor. Do you reckon that he looks up to like Billy Billy Bowden, the cricket umpire? Who... <laughs> yeah, I reckon he does. Yeah. I reckon he looks at that crooked finger and he got a huge erection. <laughs> a big crooked stiffy. <laughs> This, oh. that was the last statement on my last episode for six weeks. 
That was a good place to end. So, boys, how good's footy? It's going to be super good when I'm enjoying it at four in the morning in the UK. Backing my boys who are going to steamroll their way into finals. It's going to be the best. Go, Bombers. See you in the UK. Any British or... Yeah, yeah. Listeners. anyone in the UK who likes the How Good Footy Show, buy Hagwood's Footy shirt, we're attending the live shows that Douche is doing for, the, for Plus yeah, do it. Fucking so much footy. Just, yeah, anyone in the UK tour, just get up in Douche's face and, and just, just ask him how just good how good footy, good footy is. I um, can't wait for, I'll be like, hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of Plumbing the Death Star, very special live edition where we ask the important question and then someone's just like, how good's footy? <laughs> Please do it. Oh, it's it'll kill it'll kill Zamet, <laughs> and then Zamet will kill me because he'll be like, "You encouraged this, didn't you?" I'll be like, "No, <laughs> no." Like, you can't listen back on an episode and find that. Um, and if you want to just let us know, and you can't yell it out in a crowded room, uh, you can ask us how good's footy by sending us an email to howgoodsfooty at gmail.com or on Twitter at howgoodsfooty or individually. I'm at awkward trade. I'm at sidekick of Dally. I'm at douche thirteen. Guys, keep getting your tips in because Tom. Yeah, he's he's fragile. When it comes to the king over here, Joel Dusha, if it bleeds, we can kill it. Oh, yes, we can. Go, cats. Go, bombers. Go, Go lions. Go, Joel Dusha, king of tipping. (laughs) Go, button. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.